So you think he stole the statue? Well, you have to admit, the circumstantial evidence... I admit nothing! Well, I mean, he was in the apartment, and then the statue's gone, and it's in your apartment. Maybe you think we're in cahoots. No, no. But it is quite a coincidence. Yes, that's all. A coincidence. A big coincidence. Not a big coincidence, a coincidence! No, that's a big coincidence. That's what a coincidence is. There are no small coincidences and big coincidences. No, there are degrees of coincidences. No, there are only coincidences! August 2nd, 2015. Hello, everybody. Do you know what I never realized until right now? What? Coincidences. It's hard to say when you have to say it a lot really fast. Coincidences? Coincidences? There are no big coincidences or small coincidences. Oh, it's tough, man. Yeah, words. Try it. Words are hard. That's right. <laughs> I said, okay. Let's talk <laughs> some news. I'm ignoring you. Okay. Okay, what news time. News. Nice song. There have been some notable updates to our webular site. Webular. <laughs> oh, it's webular. It's totally webular, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, so you will find now that um, the results from last year's Pendy Awards and Audioverse Awards are now all up on the website. There's, um, they're all. You mean it took you a year? Well, we had a lot of other stuff going on, okay? I would like to announce. That was before we even redesigned the website. <laughs> that we're less shockingly okay? up to date. We had to get the site redesigned. Update. We had new shows launching and stuff going on. <clears throat> Valiant discussions were ongoing. I, there yeah. was stuff. All right. In any case, <laughs> they're up now. So you can go to the awards <laughs> section on the FAQ page or on any individual shows page. Those have all now been updated as well. Individual show award pages. You can see what it might have won your favorite show. Yeah. And we've also updated the part of the FAQ page with our line recording procedures. The procedures have not changed for you uh, voice actors, but uh, we decided that well, Susan decided that the wording on it that had been up, the same wording that had been up there for like, I don't know, five years or something, was a little unclear, which she was correct on. But uh, so she wanted to rewrite it and make it a little more clear and streamlined. So she did that. What happened was I rewrote it and <laughs> sent it to Jeffrey and said, this annoys me greatly. She's not kidding. That's how it all happened. <laughs> That's the magic. <laughs> so... That's been updated as well. If you're uh, new and you'd like to learn about how you record lines for one of our shows, or if you're an established actor and you need a refresher, mm -hmm. it's there. And see, if you were wondering what an executive producer does, that's what we do. <laughs> Yell at each other. So that is that. Very nice. We would like your seminar scripts. I tell you what. We haven't put a call for those out in TWIP in a while. We need more, as always. We yes. always need more. And you, woman, next to me, are the script editor for the yes. show, the submission script editor. So why don't you talk a bit about what you're looking for in seminar scripts? Um. Well, the guidelines are on the website. 
Um, where are they exactly on the website? On the seminar page. Okay, so they're actually in the seminar mm-hmm. show section. You go to the seminar show page, there's a whole section about how to submit a script to the show, and there are guidelines there about what your script needs to look like and how long it should be, etc., etc. Probably some of the more common issues that come across when people submit a script and they haven't really thought about what the story is because even though it's short that doesn't mean you're telling a piece of a story you're telling an entire story yes so when when you're thinking about a script you want to submit and it's just one conversation between two people there should be progression there should be a a place for the characters to go there should be a resolution there should be um, a message, even. So, what are you trying to say yeah, with and this story? That is actually a common response I make to writers turning in things. Mm-hmm. And I say, what What do you think this is saying? We're not saying you have to get all after school specially, that kind no. of message. You know, it's not different strokes, a very special episode. We're talking about, you know, the point. What is the point of your piece? What are you, as an artist, as a writer, trying to say through this piece, you know? Right, and because seminar is pretty much any genre it anything is open to any you genre. can really do anything you so really can. i like to like reference the twilight zone you can mm-hmm. be totally zany and you can have totally unexpected things happen and it can be very short because often the twilight zone episodes they were quite short yes. they're quite simple yep so if you think about telling a simple story with something interesting happening and with um thinking about your characters and what they're doing and what they're trying to accomplish and what maybe it's something a revelation things like that can help you get your story in the right direction and the great thing about it is, even if you if you write one and you're not sure if it has these things, you can submit it to the show. And Susan will read it and she will send you feedback and work with you on it to get it to where it needs to be to be in the show. And you That's can what totally an editor does. state that up front if yeah, you want. Totally. You don't have to submit something when you only think it's perfect. Send it in and say, I have this and I'm not sure if it's ready or what the problems is. What do you think of it? And she'll let you know. And I want to say, that doesn't mean send me your first draft. <laughs> like, well, no. As soon as you finished it, you hit send. No. Don't do that. Always give your story at least a couple days. Think right. about it. Reread it. Revise. Yeah. Look tweet. at the dialogue. Even read it out loud. And remember, that's another thing that comes across. Remember, this is an audio story. This So sometimes people will submit stories, and it clearly was never intended to be audio. And mm-hmm. so they're, like, describing couches and backpacks and things that... There's no way anyone is going to know what the hell is going on. (laughs) And the appearance of those things is irrelevant in audio unless it's vital to your story that the couch is orange. In which case it should come out through dialogue. Naturally. Right. So you go through your story and say, okay, if I stripped out all this description, what would my sound effects cues be? And you don't have to put every single sound effect, but key ones are important. You know, like you would say, oh, there's a soft beeping in the background and then like a like a few seconds later someone goes do you hear that what's that noise like things that are really important kind of like when you call out in a comic book those like really cool like (laughs) do you hear that anyway so but like you know in a comic where you'll call out the big crash or whatever like in a big like action scene okay seriously that i i don't okay but see, as in the dialogue, reacting to the sound. See, these are things that you might want to think about. So I hope that's helpful. And I look forward to the scripts that I know you're going to send. Because seriously, send me some scripts. Send the scripts. Send them now. Okay. The last bit of news we have for you. Okay. Folks have been asking about the aforementioned valiant production of Archer and Armstrong. 
and the casting results. And we don't have those for you just yet, but we are very close. We are working with Valiant and getting the cast decisions all made, so we should hopefully have an announcement about that soon. Yes! And since the next trip won't be until um, September, uh, be sure you uh, keep your eyes out, keep your eyes open, whatever. It's Keep your your eyes out. Of your head. Scandalous. We have to stop recording this so late. Okay. (laughs) What? Keep your eyes open and check out... Our social media feeds on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook, and you will probably see some kind of notification there as soon as we have the information to tell you. All right? I'd say that's pretty standard. Right, but people have (laughs) specifically been asking about this. They were very curious. Even people who didn't audition, they're like, I want to know who's going to be playing these characters I love. And so we're almost there, and you'll find out soon. You will. We didn't even plan that. I know, right? We're so good. We're so amazing. From our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., if you're here in the United States, we have M.C. or Garcia on the line. Take two. Hello, M. <laughs> Hello, darling. Yay, technical difficulties. How are you? <laughs> I'm Good. Good. How's the internet at the Best Western? Oh, God, I don't know. (laughs) It's lovely to have you here again. Thanks. Um, The last, when we last left our hero, we were in TWIP episode 36, back in the Ides of February, or February 15th, Mm. 2014, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. So, how's life in D.C.? Um, (laughs) don't you watch the news? It's always interesting here, especially with some jackal named Donald Trump trying to get his butt into our neighborhood. (laughs) Politically charged already. (laughs) Oh, my God. And they're already calling. And I have I keep a list by the phone of how to harass um, cold callers. There's just this giant list. If they call asking for Mr. Garcia, my favorite thing to do is uh, Mr. Garcia. What do you mean? Oh, well, we'd like to speak to Mr. Garcia about his voting. And I said, well. You realize with a name like Garcia, we're not really here uh, legally. Bye. Or, um, <laughs> or if they say, "Oh, I'd like to speak to Mr. Garcia," I like I'll tell them, "Well, it's Ms. Garcia now." What do you mean? And I said, "Well, I just transitioned like two weeks ago." Excuse me, especially if they're Republicans. <gasps> oh my God, I totally love. Well, I've posted it on Facebook. Yes, you some have. of my exchanges on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Those are. Um, yeah, and it's just going to get worse, especially here, because it's just it's just a friggin' powder keg here. Uh, and yeah. I live in a really, I live outside of D.C. in mm-hmm. a little town. Not little, but it's it's the hotbed of, of, of soccer moms and um, politically active people, and it's really frustrating. It's interesting, and, and it actually makes politics kind of fun. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, in a good way, like in a really healthy way, but then you get your, you know, ridiculous nut jobs, and frankly, I really love poking the caged tiger. So mm. that's always a blast. <laughs> How are you? What are you up to? What are you doing? Um, well, you know, life, <laughs> liberty, liberty in the pursuit of, you know, everything else. America. Um, yeah, America. Um, <laughs> so, um, we have questions. Hopefully you have answers or this is going to be really I'm shocked that you got short. questions. This is fun. Oh, yeah. Um, though we got questions. And 
since we started this concept with you, we've posted to Twitter throughout the day that um, we are live taking questions on Twitter. Not that people listening to this now are going to be able to tweet questions on it, though I guess they could. Um, but we're taking questions in as, as things have come, as time is going on, and I'll get to those as it seems to fit in. Okay. Also, <laughs> I, I think this might be the first musical twip that we're going to have, um, oh. or twip interview that we're going to have, because you've been serenading me while I've been getting set up here. Well, I don't know, like, so I have I have two ukuleles, and that is the correct pronunciation of them. Um, my kumahula from when I took uh, uh, hula lessons for a while, she would always get uh, up in my girl, you're saying that wrong! And I'm, all right, well, I'm not Hawaiian! Um, <laughs> but I have my soprano ukulele. She's a little off, because I broke her. Oh. And then I have Charlie. There he is. He's my tenor. He's a little bit bigger. He's just got a great voice, and he sounds fun when you talk in him. <laughs> <laughs> my dear sweet Charlie. So how did you come up with the names of your ukuleles? So I just looked at Sally's bright orange, and she just looked like a Sally. <laughs> okay. And then when I went to the music store, after I dropped her and I broke the head, um, and she won't hold a tune, uh, I went to the music shop, and they had a range of them. They had soprano, they had the concert, they had the tenor, and they had a bass. So I sat and I played for like an hour trying to figure out which one I wanted. And this one, he's just got, he's got this gorgeous smell about him and a beautiful color. It's a really well-made. What's he made of? It's wood. It's a, it's it's a Kohala and it's an entry level. I mean, it's not inexpensive, but it certainly is nicely done. Although I just found the sticker that says made in China. Um, But it's, it's a nice, it's a nice Good. Now that I'm actually playing a lot. Uh, well, Hawaii's like halfway there, right? Pardon? Hawaii's like halfway there. Halfway to China. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are correct, sir. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Next question. <laughs> I want to scratch out China and write Hawaii in Sharpie. <laughs> well, we take... also have something a little different planned, um, but we're going to do that later. Um, uh-uh. Yeah. Well, you know about it, but we'll get to that. All right. So. Um, Tell me. Let's let's talk about some of the shows that you've been doing in Pendant because you're in a lot of stuff. Right now, I think I'm just on The Kingery and uh, Henderson and Havner. Yes. Well, actually, you know what? There's another show that you were on. Well, there were a couple that ended, um, planned, and Oh, Dixie! Yes, let's talk about Misfortune Divine. We oh, talk- God People have questions about Misfortune Divine. Um, Do they really? Yeah, they want to know where the Amazing Noel and Misfortune spinoff show is. Oh, well, sweetheart, I'm not the one to ask for that. (laughs) As much as, look, kids and parents at home, um, (laughs) I would, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, if Jeffrey, like, all of a sudden, Jeffrey needs to move to Mars where the days are longer by 39 minutes, and that will give him 39 extra minutes of either sleep or writing time. <laughs> I would absolutely love, or I, I think, like, all the, because all, a couple of people had their hands helping with, with Dixie, uh, with mixing Dixie, and that ain't whistling, Dixie. <laughs> um, 
I know. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. Um, I, God, I would love to do that character again. She was just a disaster. <laughs> and, and God bless um, Seth and Jim who would get on Skype and record with me. The lines, we would, well, I'd open up a bottle of wine. And <laughs> we'd run through the lines and just make it as, and 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 Seth and Jim would actually direct me live and let me go nuts, and it was great. It was really fun having that that freedom and to get a juicy, fun, silly character. I don't know anyone else who's like that. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but Misfortune Divine was was is will always be one of my favorites. Cool. And let's see. So you've done that. We also, last time, we talked a little bit about your character in Genesis Avalon and how you're not Welsh. <laughs> oh, dear. And remember, you know... <laughs> TWIP36 has that interview where we can you can go back and listen to all that fun stuff. Did I, did I issue a blanket apology to the people of Wales? You did did in fact i listened to the interview today and laughed in many of the same spots i laughed at last time i listened to it can i just tell you so last um last summer i met eve miles from torchwood Mm -hmm. and she's welsh as well you know Mm. um and she's well Welsh, and she's just adorable. And I had such a great time. I we we had an interview for my for the for the I co-host a nerd show called Sci-Fi Pi, Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And afterwards, even I had a, a bit of a hangout. And then that night um, at the con, she showed up at the like dance club nightclub event that was going on, and partied and drank with us till three in the morning. So she and I had a well-long conversation, and I asked her, and I had a, I, I told her, I said, oh, you know, I could just listen to you for days, and I actually did for a little show, and she said, well, go on, go on, do your accent. <laughs> so I tried desperately, and I was probably on my, like, ninth Guinness, so I was well hung, and it was, it was bad. Well, and she just laughed, right stuff, and she was though. adorable. I was drinking the right stuff. She was super kind and super funny. And she said, you know, that's probably the best Welsh accent I think an American's ever done. <laughs> and I think she was just being lovely because she was on like on her ninth like Jack <laughs> and and Jack and nothing. She oh, she was the best. So it was nice to hear from. I did formally apologize to her on behalf of as being a Welsh person to um to. <laughs> sorry and she said no i'm sure it was well lush and that made me die when she said it that way because that's my favorite wave that's my favorite like welshism from kevin and stacy oh it's well lush it is oh it's uh, terrible this is doubtfire flashbacks for some reason but uh <laughs> well uh, you know the accents muddled just like your tan <laughs> so Moving on. I've watched Genesis. that many times. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next question. Yes. So moving on from Genesis Avalon, which you know I have a hard time doing. Um, some things haven't changed, even though the show hasn't been on the air in a while. Um, we also talked about your involvement in The Line. And you had yes. said, because I know this because I just listened to it, you and Chris were just about to start doing some writing about maybe bringing some life back into the line how's it going 
<laughs> life happens when you're not doing your hobbies um and i know that that chris has been working on uh uh some stuff for uni i have been it's just been a really interesting couple of it's been an interesting year um so just been working on a bunch of stuff and i know we've kind of outlined some things that we do and don't want and there's a a rough idea of what we'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now that Chris is done with uni and uh, I may actually have a real full-time job mm-hmm. so I don't have to freak out anymore, yeah. but we'll see. Um, un- being unemployed is really boring, but you can work on your ukulele skills um, <laughs> and mad gaming skills. I have leveled up all six of my characters on Guild Wars to level 80 legendaries. So nice. just saying, um, and like six other Steam games, um, <laughs> <laughs> and learned some Italian. Not a lot. Just you know, please, thank you, and go away. Um, so it's it's uh, you know, I'm dodging the question <laughs> so well. Uh, it's something we're definitely working on, and I think Chris has got it in his brain, and his brain is amaze balls. He just has to get it down on papier, and then we can s- start cranking that out. But um, there's definitely a plan in place. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right, cool. She says with a twinkle in her eye. <laughs> so let's 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 talk about Kingery and Major. And Major, I love Major. We all love Major. Major's the best. So I have to know, uh-huh. Mage Lock, Kalor, what do you prefer shippers use? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Look it, I just, I got a job to do, I, I look after the boss, and I have my fun. I knit my sweaters, <laughs> I, you know, I throw back a few, sometimes I crochet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I, we'll see what happens, but um, Major is basically the Captain Jack of the universe if Captain Jack were a giant butch chick. <laughs> who, who, who still had gorgeous teeth, amazing <laughs> hair, but um, a certain, you know, je ne sais quoi that makes her kind of, ooh, and still, oh. <laughs> Major has been really fun this last season. I really I've, enjoyed. I've enjoyed being her. I've enjoyed bringing her out. Um, she's just so fun, and I'm, I, I love playing her. I really do. She's a, she's a crack up. And she lets me get out some of my crankiness. Like when I've had a cr- when when there's a good like fighty script, uh-huh. oh, it's fun. <laughs> I like when Mage gets really fighty. She likes to get shooty. Oh, did I shoot you? <laughs> yeah, she's had some classic scenes. Um, so someone <laughs> asks, uh, do you think there's any pendant character that Major couldn't beat the snot out of? Of all the pendant genres. So Mage yeah. is kind of a pacifist. She only kicks ass when she needs to. Mm-hmm. So unless provoked, like she would need to be heavily provoked. Um, I'm not talking to you, Siri. Um, <laughs> stop it. Uh, I don't know. There's got to be somebody there who could take her down. Like who? Like she's not perfect, and she's not a super person. Um, but you know, she's not gonna pick a fight unless. 
you know, somebody she, starts a fight or looks like they're going to start a fight or... She might have a problem with one of the Avalons. Just looks at me funny. She might have a problem with one of the Shut Avalons. Up, Siri. With... God, I hate that. <laughs> she could, she could, she could do well, but she probably, like, I don't think that they would, I think they would say, hey, come join our girl band. You know, come be awesome with us. Yeah. Mage would be like, do I get to sparkle? I would like to sparkle. <laughs> Mage would like to sparkle. As long as I sparkle and I got my guns, I will happily shoot for you. <laughs> Good old Magey Mage. Yeah. So it's just really, I, I love Major. She's one of my favorite people to be. She's like a really great suit that I want to put on it all the time. <laughs> so what would you like to see happen with Major this season? You know, I kind of miss the days of um, when Mage and the boss were on the run and they were pulling jobs like when they had to go through the giant. They had they flooded a I can't they were going through they had to walk through sewage. The heist. And yes, the big heist. The heist. <laughs> I miss those days. I'm kind of craving one of those long like I'm not a big I'm glad that the boss is getting some regular like, but um, I want some adventure. Okay. Uh, so I'm hoping I'm. It's. It looks like we're ramping up for some adventure. It would be nice. I. I just love it when we have a lot of actiony, lots of story, mm-hmm. um, lots of holy crap! That what's going on? Mm. I love those moments. Okay. <laughs> what else you got? Um. Let's switch gears over to seminar. When are we gonna get you okay. back on seminar? Um. I don't know. I know that I see every time I see a, a an audition come up. I'm like, I put a pin in it. I'm like, oh, I should go audition. And then life and things. Yeah. Um, and then the next thing I know, oh, crap, I missed the audition again. Mm. Um, uh, Perry was always, Perry Whittle was always sweet. And he would send me a note, nudge, nudge, go audition. Right. Oh, oh, oh all right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I just have to, I don't, I, I need to build the reminders. I don't see the reminders pop up enough. Um, so I need to I need to build some into my calendar and remind myself to audition for things. Um, I was a stu- one of the students, but I believe she's been put away. <laughs> I don't think she's dead. I think she's just got put in stasis or now that her brain is back to instead of independent thought. Um, mm. uh, we'll see. I don't know. It's I like that that they go around and it's different every season and it's there's a different focus and a different so i i like the change yeah yeah the summer's the the rappers have taken on a whole new life in in the last season or so so i need to submit some stuff too i've been writing a lot while i've been uh on job hiatus Mm -hmm. um i've been doing a lot of editing work for some friends and some co-writing with friends and it's been really fun and there's been some little some fun little vignettes that we've written but then they go and produce them so i can't turn them into audio dramas um so i need to grab some of that for myself and and submit some stuff to seminar you know i said we were i was listening to the interview from last time you should totally write that um political drama that we touched on last time it's something oh we said well you live in dc and Oh, Pendant should have a political drama. There should be a political drama. It's That's just hard. Done yet. It's hard to write politics. <laughs> it's very hard. I mean, my friend Rodney just his show. He got a show that got picked up by 
ABC and it was great and it was a really good show mm -hmm. but writing political drama is hard and he got canceled mm. because it's 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 a t unless it's all about sex like that scandal show which I really don't like because I don't like that focus on Washington there's so much more um, I don't have the acumen to write it but um, like it's it's there and I know I could help with it if someone has that has that vocabulary and has that deep know-how, I know I would love to co-write with someone on that because there's a lot of the politics that that I, I that is beyond my bandwidth. You heard it here, Pendulums. M will co-write. Challenge put out there. <laughs> I'm a good co-writer. If you like the line, you liked 50% of it. There's a 50-50 chance I, I made that word. <laughs> <laughs> we going to get you in Shakespeare? I, uh, we've had this conversation, yes. sweetheart. That is a skill <laughs> that I do not have, oh, and God. I am in awe of the people who do. Oh, my God. If um, I can do it, you can do it. Look, it would have to be, like, have you seen Joss Whedon's Much Ado? It's, I think, the best version of Much Ado about nothing that I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. He did a very modern, with the true script, but right. it was it was a very modern, not, I thus thou and thou thus and, you know, Wherefore to go art thou, my Romy, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's it's beautiful language. And I, I don't know if I can give it the credence it needs and the reverence it needs, but there's a lot of the comedies that I adore. I would love to do Much Ado. That would be a blast. That would be an absolute if, blast to do. I can do it in a, as a cowboy, no less. You could, <laughs> you could like totally like put me to shame so no yes <laughs> you're, you're, please look i just i just say words that's my job i say them i say them funny i say them straight i say them to my heart's content and as i listen to the commentary on um <laughs> for henderson and havner <laughs> i ad lib quite a bit and i'm i can't apologize for that because sometimes my as I, I like to describe it as my brain door. You know when you're a kid and you have to clean up all your toys and you shove them into your closet or into a box or under the bed and you close the door and you really push in to get the door closed and it's it's just, you just hear the, and it's just closed or the box <laughs> is just locked. Every once in a while the pressure builds up and it just fling wide open and just stuff comes out. And so that's what I call them. It's, oh, crap. Like, I'll be with friends and something will just, I won't even know what I said, but the table will be laughing. And they'll go, um, M's brain door opened. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag brain door. I, I don't know how to explain it. And you can't ad libs Shakespeare. No, no. Bill Shakespeare. Billy Shakespeare would be a little P.I.ist if I did. You, you could totally do Shakespeare. That's the... <laughs> I The next Shakespeare thing I'll audition for, but I, I guarantee you I will never get a Shakespeare bit. Because I, I... I will I, tell you, did I, you I, said that? We'll <laughs> make sure you're in. <laughs> but there's far more talented people in our little collective. They can... If, if they need comic relief. I know, in Much Ado, I'll play the sheriff. Please note that she hath called me an ass. You know, that's perfect for me. <laughs> that would actually be fun to play. I don't think I've seen it played by a woman before. That'd be cool. All right, let's talk about the show I love. Let's talk about the show I love. And it's on right now. 
So let's move on to um, Henderson and Havner. I have no idea what that is. Mm. How, uh, if, 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 <laughs> if Bobby could have Havner, how much Havner would Bobby Havner have? I, I don't. <laughs> you want to talk to Havner? You want to talk to Bobby? Well, no, the, the question well, that was submitted. Wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. If I'm going to answer like Bobby, i got to put my heels on. Hold on. All right, so we're going to interview Bobby They're Havner. They're my favorite. They make me six foot two. <laughs> and my legs for days. They're amazing. They were also $200, so I feel like I can fight crime in them. Oh, yeah, totally. What's the question there, sister? <laughs> Go for it. All right, so questions for Bobby. You're helping your man choose his wardrobe. If you had to choose between St. John's Bay and Duckhead's Polo, would you go for the most cost-effective option or forget them both and just go for Izod? I would totally go with neither because, ew. Uh, unless you're going back in time to, let me think, uh, like 1997 or 2000, and I don't care because it's awful. So <laughs> Amani Exchange has some of the yummiest stuff right now, and then Todd Oldham is still putting out some yum things for boys. And then, who else? I don't know. I have to pick up the new GQ because there's some yummy things for the fall. Skechers or stilettos? <laughs> Why not both? Does Skechers make a stiletto? <laughs> they will now. <laughs> tie or bow tie? <gasps> bow tie. Hipster but still chic. Yeah? Anybody, oh, yeah, anybody in, particular, in particular rocking the bow tie? Um... Let's see. Who's hot in a bow tie right now? <gasps> that Cumbersnitch, dude. Totally amazing. Absolutely handsome. He's got the perfect features for that. Um, President Obama, an incredibly important person to the United States, also handsome in a bow tie. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's that whole group of people in the South that wear bow ties. They all look amazing. Bob or side shave? Who in a what now? Bob or side shave? Bob or a side shave? Next question. <laughs> All right. Does Bobby wear perfume, body spray, Johnson's Axe, or the sweet smell of nothing? Little Miss B has invested in very, very simple. Um, Dove makes the yummiest uh, bath wash and lotion that is totally moisturizing, has a little 10 SPF, and makes me smell like a pina colada. As much as I'd like to wear perfume, most of that stuff is made of chemicals, right? Scary. Mm. So, considering how much I bleach my hair or color my hair, or <laughs> it's really not good for me to ingest any more, more chemicals. I've been mm. warned. Okay, okay. Totes Vera Bradley or Totes Vera Wang? Oh, please. Wang, a thousand percent. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could just rant on and on about the Vera Bradley bags because most of the gals in my area who have them, they just drive me crazy because they're all bags and they're overstuffed and they're filled with crap and it's stuff for their kids and their laptops and their iPads and whatever electronic thing they need. And then there's a power bar and candy and it's just over exploding, which destroys the shape of the bag and defeats the purpose of having a fabulously amazing bag. If you're gonna blow that kind of cash on a quilted piece of crap, at least take care of it. Alrighty. So Bobby, what's your favorite movie as of late? Let's see. Um, 
I totes loved. <laughs> That's not a word. I truly appreciated Mad Max for its women empowerment and showing that women too could be badasses while looking damn amazing. Um, also, huge fan of the Inside Out uh, movie made by the Disney's people. Uh -huh. um, like, I didn't know my brain worked that way. I totally get it now. Sometimes sure. I have to have a conversation with the, with the cartoon in my brain. And it all works out just fine. Who knew Amy Poehler was in my head? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you like the ukulele and Hawaiian music as much as Miss M. Sierra Garcia? Oh, absolutely. The indigenous music of the islands has proven to be one of the most quintessential pieces of music and art created in an, an enclosed environment ever available. You'll find that once you review all of the music available in the islands there seems to be a je ne sais quoi that 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 embraces who they are as a people and it's really fun to dance to and it makes my hips nice and smooth because of the workout there you go so i take it you enjoyed the um the little short that uh proceeded inside out oh my god i this is i'm just gonna be myself now i wept Gorgeous. I just want to find someone to lava. <laughs> I, 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 I'm hard pressed to find anyone who didn't shed a, just a little glimmer of a tear. It was absolutely adorable. I've pulled the music down. I want to learn how to play it. Awesome. It's, I mean, uh, Pixar seems to just, they, they surprise me every time and they astound. Uh, Every time, I except for Cars 2, which was a disaster. Really, it was just a cha-ching factor, but there's just something beautiful about, about that little short and so tender and so simple. And then with Inside Out, that was, that was the most intellectual kids movie I think I've seen in my life. Oh, yeah. And that short wasn't short. It was like almost 15 minutes, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I was bawling. I was bawling bawling by the end when when she, uh, I'll choke up about it now when she looks for him and doesn't see him and yeah. he's too far in the water so she starts to sing it back I mean you're sounding like you're breaking up there a little I bit am. it's the sweetest <laughs> thing and she brings him back to life it's wonderful if you don't cry at that then your soul is made of like rocks and republicans we <laughs> <laughs> we actually got um, a bit of a laugh out of that from in in my viewing because he was behind her, mm -hmm. and she being a volcano couldn't turn around. So of course, when she comes up, she's gonna be facing the other way because it's Pixar. I don't think I teared up at a Pixar movie so hard. Um, the last time they they really got me was at the beginning of Up when he's telling the story. Uh, yeah. Oh. That just Niagara frickin' falls. <laughs> Niagara falls. Yeah. Um, good movie. Go see if you haven't. Um, we can talk more later about that. Um, how how crazy is it playing opposite Joe? Amazing. We've only gotten... Oddly, we never get to work together. Like, we record it. He's, like, on the other side of the planet. Well, he's in California, which is, like, a whole other planet. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, only once did we get to record together, and I kind of 
it was for the first episode of the season mm-hmm. because I had an idea for um, the end of the first scene where he's talking about his gams. And as I'm reading it, I was reading it through the first time, I had this, the line just went, oh, yes, they do. And then it goes on. And then I was like, she should ask him, oh, Pilates? Or, oh, yoga? No, Pilates. <laughs> I really just wanted to hear Joel say that. I wanted to hear him go, no, Pilates. Like, it's the sexiest thing in the world. And it's really not if you've been to Pilates class. You are stretched and bent in ways that is not sexy, no matter who you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was so tickled when when George and Jeff left it in. <laughs> when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, they left it in. They like. Well, the, the show is doing really well, and um, the episodes are longer this season they're a little bit longer yeah which is great because i i mean well for my own ego i get more lines (laughs) i like that there's more of a story now you know we had our origin Mm -hmm. we had our ups and our downs in season one and now you know the the shit's getting real Mm -hmm. or what's the line shit's about to get real yo (laughs) it's it's about to get real real Mm -hmm. amazing do you know, it's, it's very funny because my dear friend Colin says he listens to the show and it makes him laugh even hard. It makes him laugh because he listens to it. And he says, he told me, like, I know you. And it's you. in. It, there's not a big, they say in acting, you should put a little piece of yourself in your character. The, Bobby and I are pretty, she's like 95% me and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the complete lack of, like social mores and graces. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. Because I'm a lady. Yes. <laughs> great. I never, ever, ever want that show to end ever. I love, I love hearing Joe. I love the rest of the cast. It's it's a lot of fun. And the the first episode this season, I remember listening to it the first time, and I could not. <laughs> Stop <laughs> laughing. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, my God. Sometimes you all need to warn me that I shouldn't listen to some of these at work the first time because I people no. are looking at me like, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> you so don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is a cast of characters that's just, and I, I'm, I'm very lucky to be in, it's same with the Kingery, very lucky to be in a group so talented. It's a blast. We're awesome, Pendant. Just saying. <laughs> we are awesome. The rest of you suck. You ain't got no alibi. And, and, you know, now that we all know you play ukulele, that's going to end up in a show somewhere, not just this interview. You know what? I want, I would really, so I would really like it if Mage sang. <laughs> so, so in February, I went on my nerd cruise, mm-hmm. and this year has been about after I spent a lot of time unemployed, I decided that 2015 was about doing things that scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. And I do love to sing, and I usually, I'm amazing in the car and in the shower. Um, <laughs> and after I got my tonsils out, my it was an extensive surgery. It wasn't just my tonsils. It was pretty, they were in there for a while. They had to mm-hmm. do a lot of digging, and it was ugly. But it changed my voice a little bit. And now I got kind of this neat sound and as I was learning the ukulele, I learned one particular song. And so on the boat, on this cruise that we go on, um, called Joko Cruise, 
um, there's a night where they have open mic night where everybody gets five minutes to try something. And I decided I haven't sung in front of people in probably 25 years. <laughs> so I grabbed the ukulele and I first sang in front of my friend Colin, but I had him face the other way mm -hmm. and I looked the other direction. <laughs> and it took a couple of days of like, okay, two people can be in the room now. Okay, now three people. Okay, now you can all look at me now. <laughs> it's okay. And I, then I got up in front of like 300 people and two of my favorite musicians were standing right there. And then as, was, as I'm leaving the stage, I, about to puke, both of them were incredibly complimentary and, and I'm a little gravelly at the moment. But the, I, I, I did the song straight, but then I, I didn't want to just be like, here's something, and I'm gone. I wanted to be funny, because uh -huh. me. <laughs> so if you heard, you've heard that song, I sang it to you before, the um, uh, You Belong to Me. Uh -huh. So there's, you know, the really nice, like, there's the, oops. I know you belong to somebody new, but tonight you belong to me. So what I did was I was actually watching Housewives of New Jersey. And I, <laughs> so after I sang it the, the, you know, like straight, like, I got pipes way, I, I interjected with, well, you know, I did some research on the song and found the original lyrics while watching Bravo television. And it goes a little like this. I know you belong to somebody new, but tonight you belong to me although we're apart here apart of my heart but tonight you belong to me <laughs> although if it's that girl teresa from down the street mm, way <laughs> down by the shore i promise it won't be a boar <laughs> once more just a score in the moonlight my puppy i know with the dawn that use will be gone i swear to you if it's with teresa mm, i'm gonna cut her braids out but tonight yous <laughs> belong to me since I sang it that way, I have decided that I would like major. I, I would happily sing as major. Although I know it sounds terrible, but it just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> that was awesome. And then it, it <laughs> <laughs> two chicks, two of the gals, I'd never met them before, but they both walked up and said, so, like, like they walked out of a caricature. So, is that what you think we sound like? <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> and ah, that was great. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. You're a caricature. I want to hang out with you right now. <laughs> we went and had scotch after I puked. I did. I got, got off the stage. Paul and Storm were both, both were very, oh, you did great. Thanks so much. I have to boot. <laughs> There's a trash can right there. Thanks. And then I booted. Somebody handed me a scotch, and I went on with the rest of the day. <laughs> the Adventures of M.
You're an amazing storyteller. <laughs> I, I like to tell this story. It's fun to tell stories. It's fun. Like when you ask somebody, well, how was your day? Oh, well, I did this, this, and this. That's exciting. But if something actually fun happened, you know, tell that there's a story. It's like, so I'm, I was listening to the new Ernest Klein book, Armada. And I've listened to a lot of audiobooks voiced by Will Wheaton. But I've noticed that as he progresses, he's not a reader of the book. He is a storyteller, and he's getting better and better. And he just really told the story of the book. He didn't just read you the book. So that's important to me that when some... I, I like to tell a story. I like to make sure that, you know, people enjoy it they're not just like oh i went to the doctor well i was going to the doctors and then this kid because there's always something around so you got to keep your eyes open because you mm -hmm. never know what you're gonna miss mm -hmm. that's true it's <laughs> hey, about the journey <laughs> at what point in this chitty chat do i get to shill my other show that's not on our network how about now <laughs> okay so i co-host a podcast called the sci-fi diner podcast with two very sweet dudes uh, scott and miles and um, it's afforded me a really great opportunity to meet some super fun people. And did you watch you watch Torchwood? Uh -huh. Or Arrow? I have not gotten into Arrow. That's okay. Everybody's got their nerd. It's totally fine. There's not a specific. So I'm meeting George Barrowman in two weeks. George John Barrowman in two weeks. Awesome. We're gonna do an interview with him and a couple. It's, it's been the coolest thing to sit and chat with people, with authors, and we talk about books, and we just kind of yammer on ourselves. And by we, I mean, it's mostly Scott and I, and poor Miles has to sit back and listen to us cackle like women. Um, <laughs> God bless them both. They're the sweetest guys. Um, and then there's a bunch of other stuff that I've done or am doing. Um, excuse me. I'll, as soon as I remember the password to get into my website, I'll update it. <laughs> so that if you go to mjustm.com <laughs> it was available so I got it I, I want to ask you about one of your um, other endeavors that sure. a little a little more serious um, you do some fundraising I do for, for a really really good cause I and I, I think that should have some, some air time again you want to tell so, us about that it's really funny because today the Leukemia Lymphoma Society announced that they have hit the $1 billion mark in monies invested in research um, devoted to cancer, That's specifically cool. blood cancers and non-Hodgkin's lymphomas. And what's really amazing is a lot of that, um, a lot of that research actually led to discoveries for other forms of cancer as well, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I, I've, been, I've been doing uh, endurance cycling events, which are 100-mile bike rides, um, all in one day um, for them since 2004. Uh, I took this year off to give my, um, to give my hip a break they they're amazing they i was kind of tangential that i found out about them and the more i fundraised for them the more i fell in love with them and then when my dad was diagnosed in the fall of 2012 um and i needed them they were there and i needed information in spanish to give to my dad and they had it 
and I needed to talk to somebody because it sucks. And they were there. And I was so glad that the years before I could be there for them. And then they were there for me. And so I will continue to be there for them. I will continue to shill and ask people for money and tweet that it's uh, $2 Tuesday or $5 Friday or, you know, yeah. skip a latte, save a life. Oh, do you really need that comic book? And as someone who spends a lot of money on comic books, I will, you know, sometimes you give up the next episode of Spider-Gwen or Secret Wars because... <laughs> You know, a couple of bucks here and there makes a big difference. And since to be up to have spent a billion dollars on research where that money went straight to research, it wasn't touched by the government. It wasn't touched by taxes. It wasn't to to payroll. You know, it wasn't it, some executive. It was it went to scientists and doctors and it was and that's just research. The money that they raise there's also money for the patients to help them to buy groceries to get a cab ride to pay for the copay for 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 treatment to get a family member into town to negotiate you know just they're they've got books and and how to help a little kid through it and how to help an adult and because of the leukemia lymphoma society in the last 20 years the the mortality rate it's unbelievable. In the 70s, a, a five-year-old child diagnosed with um, with AML maybe had a 15 to 20% chance at living. And right now, that same kid has a 97% chance of surviving. That's awesome. Nine, from 15 to 97%. Some children are cured within five years. Some are in within three. Some of them live with it chronically, but the, the society is still there to support them and to help them with everything and 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 I I'll I'll take up all of your time talking about them so I will get off that soapbox um, but I will tell all of you to prepare yourself because when I uh, start writing again I will be asking you all for money <laughs> it's good money it's not money to you know pay for t-shirts or signs or galas it's money to cure babies yep and with I was really really pleased that my dad had um uh, acute myelomonocytic leukemia, which there was very little research for patients over the age of 65. And last year, uh, the a grant was funded to the tune of a half million dollars that is actually studying AMML um, uh, in seniors. So we were a little too late for dad. So we have to make sure it's not too late for the next person. Right. So there, suck it, cancer. Let's kick cancer's ass. Oh, I just got a text from my buddy. He just listened to the first episode of Anderson and Abner. <laughs> Bringing joy to everyone. <laughs> Seven minutes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, a needle pulling thread. Yes. Stop it, Siri. <sighs> Siri's trying to horn in on this conversation. Uh, we don't have time for that. So um, we did get some some tweets in for for questions. All um, right, let's do it. I'm going to do these as, as bullet questions really fast. Um, I think I know the answer to this one. iOS or Android? Oh, iOS. Tabula Rasa or Tabula Rasa? Barnes & Noble or Amazon? Totes for reals. What's your dream meal? Dream mail or dream meal? 
Is there a difference? Um, meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like sushi on Chris Pine. Okay. And how many Hendersons does it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh, it takes one. To okay. For him to go, hey, lady cakes, come here, I'm trying to put on this light bulb. <laughs> and by the way, the answer to Tabula Rosa or Tabula Rosa is uh, Tabula Rosa. Hello. Yeah. Um, thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and I always, I always feel bad for you when you have to interview me. I always wonder, like, does he know what he's getting into? <laughs> Are you sure? Bless. Do you have a scotch board for yourself? Because I actually certainly do. Tonight's scotch is a Glenlivet 18. There you go. It's joyful. I've decided to live my life like Ron Swanson. I was going to say Ron D. Moore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. But no no cigars or cigarettes. No cigars and cigarettes. No smoking lamp. There's no smoking lamp here. Yeah. I love, I, God, I love his podcast. I love that that's how he does his commentaries. I still have that all the ones awesome. from, from BSG. I think it's it's just where he's watching the show and commenting and chitter-chattering, and he's got some of his guests on, and it's wonderful. It's a great concept. Mm-hmm. I wish more directors and producers would do that. You learn so much, mm-hmm. not just about the show, but about the craft and the process. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So people can find you at mjustm.com. And yes. where else? So on the Twitters at uh, S-I-E-I-R-O, Sierra. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Periscope at, at, uh, at Sierra. You can find me on Twitch. Uh, oh, no. Actually, no. My Periscope name is the Sierra because some other jackass took Sierra. Mm. I might have to hunt. It might be a relative, so I might have to be nice. Um, so it's the Sierra at Periscope and Twitch. It's regular Sierra at Twitter. I'm on the Facebooks. Uh, where else am I? I'm on the Instagrams at at Sierra. And people can find me on Twitter at JG underscore QA and on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B dot 5036. You should follow him because he is... I mean, he, well, Obvi, he's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Follow Jordan. Before we kick this back to Jeffrey and Susan, do you want to take us out? Oh, I guess I should pick up the ukulele. Hold on. Uh, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Hold on just a tick. Where? There it is. All right. Come here, Charlie. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old anxiety good night everybody <laughs> jeffrey and susan back to you it's over it's over it's over just the interview it's over and remember, every Monday and Friday, there are new episodes of Quick Audio, minutes of free enjoyment. That's right. Just go to <laughs> PendantAudio.com slash shows slash Quick Audio. Or, you know, iTunes, whatever. Coming out Wednesday, August 12th, Comedy of Errors Part 2. Act 2. Whatever. There's a 2. <laughs>
She just asked me if it was I act did. or part. I, I told said, her act too. And then, and then I, she said part. Yeah. Why do I even bother? Look, you're ruining the magic. Next time on The Pendant Shakespeare. Neither my husband nor the slave returned. In such haste, I sent to seek his master. Sure, Luciana, it is two o'clock. Perhaps some merchant hath invited him, and from the mart he's somewhere gone to dinner. Good sister, let us dine and never fret. A man is master of his liberty. Time is their master, and when they see time, they'll go or come. If so, be patient, sister. Ah, oh, say, is your tardy master now at hand? Nay, he's at two hands with me, and that my two ears can witness. Say, didst thou speak with him? Knowest thou his mind? Why, Mr. Sure, my master is horn mad. Horn mad? Thou villain. Frustration fosters fun. Self-harming jealousy. Fie. Beat it hence. Only at PendantAudio.com. Coming out Wednesday, August 19th, Henderson and Havenders, episode 11. Well, I don't know where it goes. Just stick it in and jiggle it a little. Are you just fiddling with me or what? Oh, sweet Christmas on a cracker. How can you not know how to pick a lock? <sighs> Seriously, this is B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I mean, this footage is useless. How am I supposed to... Summer, have you got... Bobby. Chiefy? Where's Summer? We had a problem with the edit bay's ethernet being clogged with viral ads that automatically started downloading free vacation click here now videos or something. What? Crazy. Right? Right? Coming out Wednesday, August 26th, Seminar 64. On the next Seminar... Who are you? <laughs> You're kidding, right? How deep should we search to understand who we are? When things aren't right, we should investigate and uncover the truth behind it, no matter the cost. The truth is out there. This isn't something most would sign up for. And is the truth always worth the price of the question? Let me get the light. Oh my god. Only at PendantAudio.com. La la la, the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> that is your twip for August. Hope you enjoyed it! We made sure, it for yes. you! For yeah. you! We made it for you! I thought you were gonna, like, start crying or something. <laughs> we made you all right we made it for you oh i don't know what that's from be sure to stop by the website at pendantaudio.com the yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant the facebook page at facebook.com slash pendant audio the twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendant web and the tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com we'll see you back here in september really this is Susan Bridges. Really? This is Jeffrey Bridges. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> ah.
got nothing to say now, huh? Oh, I see how it is. I said it all with my face, but that doesn't come across in audio. So that means you said nothing. Remember that, Seminar Peeps. Do you even work in this format? Bruh, do you have an audio, bruh? That's what a coincidence is! There are no small coincidences. That's what a coincidence is! There are no small coincidences. Oh my god! <laughs> small coincidences. That's okay. hard. Maybe we should start <clears throat> over. The lie, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> We're real good today. Yeah! <laughs> Killing it! <laughs> this annoys me greatly! <laughs> She's not kidding.